All right, middle of the week here, and guess who I saw yesterday, Jody? Um, the, the ghost road. of Christmas past. No. Um, yeah. Are we going to play a guessing game? <laughs> no, that's, no, we're not going to do this for too long. Um, I saw the One Life Live It guy yesterday. Oh, yeah. In his Jeep with his little tire cover that says One Life Live It. Live and it's it. a bright green you know, Jeep. And nice. It's funny. I It's like he just appears when you need that moment of inspiration. He knows it, too. Does he know it, you think? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a picture of one on Facebook yesterday on the tire on the back of the Jeep. It had no problem. And underneath, upside down, it said problem. Oh, ha, ha, ha. oh I love that. Mm-hmm. See, this is another one we should add to the positive Very thinking What's repertoire. What's funny about that is that you're you're liking somebody who has a message on their vehicle, but you're not one for messages on vehicles. Murphy doesn't like it when I want to put something on my car. Like if I want to yeah. put, you know, adopt, don't shop because I'm a dog rescue person. He doesn't like that. Well, you know, you he can, just doesn't like me to put messages on my car. You know, when we were kids, we used to put stickers on the car all the time. Yeah. And it didn't bother me, but now that I'm grown, you don't like I have it. my own car. Yeah, I don't want anything on my car. I know. I mean, really, I, I've been behind the cars and seen the. When you see even, too much, even the it ones, bothers me. Sad to say, even the ones that say my kid's an honor student at. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, you should put that, but it, yeah. You know, it's just a matter of personal preference. I don't have any it problem is. with anybody. In fact, I kind of love, I live vicariously through people that sticker their entire car up. Have you seen those before? You yeah, don't I see don't them very like often. I think that's oh, too much. I love that. It's we, because, you know, especially when I'm at the light, it gives me something to do. That's funny that you say that, but although we, you don't want them on our cars, you, you enjoy it as a consumer, but you won't partake. The thing about it is, too, I don't really like much. I, we're all, you know why? We're bombarded with messages already. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. So, you know, when I'm behind you at a red light, I don't need another message necessarily. Well, boy, y'all really sound like negative Nellies here. Uh, you know, the, uh, what I do uh, what I do like, though, and although I, again, wouldn't put it on my car, but I do like it is the family ones. You know what I mean? That shows you the, the mom pictures. and the dad. And, yeah, I think that's I like cute. the pictures. Yeah. yeah. Those are cute. Because you're Star like, I wonder ones. if anybody's in the car. Okay, what yeah. about back seat? You look in the back seat window and they've got stickers on the inside of the window. I don't see those often. I can't say uh, that. It's I've... like you let your child put stickers on the inside of the window. Or do you even know mess... that they did it? <laughs> You're messing oh. with obsessive Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Get off. Okay. Um, coming up, David's got a question for us, right? Yeah. I have uh, questions about some wedding superstitions and if you followed them. Oh, okay. Uh, coming up next, your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning. Ladies, the real reason Eric Dane took some time off from his current show, The Last Ship. Which we'll do one's that next. he? Mick what? Mick Steamy. Okay. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Actor Eric Dane. I got some news about him. The real reason he took some time off from The Last Ship. And guys, The Last Ship is his current show. Oh. If you need reminding okay. on who Eric Dane is. I do. Who is he? You need reminding, Murphy? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Mick Steamy from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yes. Okay. Right. And by the way, you know, he never took that too seriously. Thank goodness. And he talked about it once in an interview. The show I'm on now, I uh, I, within five seasons, I'll be 310 pounds with a meatball in one hand and a baguette in the other. Sitting at the helm, barking orders at people. Ah, so he never took the McSteamy thing too seriously, but it was so funny. Yeah. And he lasted longer on Grey's Anatomy. I don't want to give anything away for anybody who's just now binging it than I ever expected him to. I thought he was a season or two fun, mm-hmm. and he wasn't. He ended up being a serious player yeah. on that show. He's uh, He moved from Grey's Anatomy to his show called The Last Ship, where he pay- plays his Navy commander, and he had to take some time off from it in the middle of it. It's his current show to deal with depression oh really and he said he didn't 
think mm. he, he he also was conflicted about that because he didn't feel that he had anything to be depressed about, but it just happened. Yeah. He said he'd wake up in the morning and not want to get out of bed and felt horrible feeling that way and then feeling bad that you're telling the world I need time off because I need to deal with what I don't know why but feel like I've been hit by a truck. Yeah. You know? I you think shouldn't feel yeah, but you shouldn't feel bad about that. I mean there's Agreed. so many people yeah. we hear about until after it's too late that yes. they didn't it's a very real thing. They yeah. didn't address it. And who he is addressing it now. He says he's on medication and he thinks it's important for everyone to listen to your body and get a mental and physical check up and you know get mental and physical mm-hmm. help when you need mental as often as physical yeah. okay love that coming from him and i won't call him mcsteamy i do have news about casey affleck who just won an oscar for his performance in manchester by the sea last year which part are you having trouble with? well i can't be his guardian well your brother provided for your nephew's upkeep uh, i think the idea was that you would relocate such relocate. an incredible totally journey well. that yeah. movie yeah. um he won the academy award and now his marriage is just about over his wife oh. summer phoenix has filed for divorce they've been separated for like two years mm. when he got that oscar they weren't together by the way she's the sister of river phoenix she's and, from the and phoenix he's the brother family. of ben affleck <laughs> <laughs> they have two children together divorce is going through well that's almost as sad as the ending of manchester by the sea isn't it or the whole movie yeah up to date with jody's hollywood outsider coming up next producer david is going to put a bridal superstition to the test Hey guys, later on next hour, the good thing today, the good thing story, mm-hmm. straight from the set of Game of Thrones. And no, you've not heard this before. And of course, it's not a spoiler. Do hey, you have to be a Game of Thrones fan to enjoy this? No, yeah. no, you don't. <laughs> wow. Of course not. Of course not. All right. So we'll do that next hour. Okay. Producer David, why are you asking about bridal superstitions? Well, uh, you know, which ones I actually believe in and not. Well, because Jody, I know me and you've talked about it. And Murphy and Sam, I don't know if I told you guys that much, but lately I've been dabbling in more photography, just, you know, as a little side hobby. Nice. Yeah. A little extra yeah. money on the side. But yeah, so now um, I've been getting, you know, a lot better at it, I think. Mm-hmm. And so my niece actually asked me to take her bridal pictures this weekend. Ooh. Yeah. And so, so far I've only done like graduating senior, seniors and stuff. That's just so outside serious, and, too. That's serious. Know, yeah, yeah, it's fun. But now wedding I'm like, photos. this is wedding. Like, this is, you know, they're going to have this wedding album where we're like all these pictures hanging up and on display. Like, I feel yeah. like this is a little bit Are more pressure. Are you doing this as the wedding gift for her? Yes. Or will, oh, okay. I am. I mean, they did all my uh, older sisters like, well, pay you tell us your rates and stuff. And I was like, no, this will be my generous wedding gift to you right, guys. Right, it is. <laughs> when you okay. do the uh, graduation pics, do you make them do those funny ones where they put the ring on their chin? <laughs> no, I don't do the portrait glamour shots. Thank stuff. you. I'm more of like <laughs> candid, throw your hat in the air, <laughs> just do whatever you okay. want, arms up, be excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun, even though it's so hot right now to be doing these outside yeah but um anyway the right right time of the day yeah um so my sister wants to come along and just help and you know because we're doing it at my parents house he's got these huge big oak trees in the yard it's really pretty right anyway um and my sister asked hey are you gonna take your pictures with your husband like after the wedding and then go to reception how most people do or do you want to do them before because apparently people that's i don't know if that's a thing right it is a thing the bride puts on the dress and takes really cool candidates with her groom before, and he sees the dress. But you're not supposed to. That's right. bad luck. That's what I'm wondering. Because that's, that's the always question. what I've told. I've always been told that's bad luck to see the bride in her dress before right. the wedding. But now, like brides and grooms, they don't want to be so late to their wedding reception. Right. So they want to hurry up and do it before their wedding. Uh, go around the room here, Mur- uh, Murphy. What do you think? Well, I mean, I'm kind of old school, so I don't want to see okay. the bride in the dress before Sam. here. Sam, well, you know, I've been married three times, and I never saw the dress ahead of time. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> look at the results. I'm not superstitious. 
at all, David, even when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. So, so wait, if, if she, we were to get, if we were to get, do vow renewals, which I know is something you wouldn't do, nah. would you want me to see you in the dress beforehand? It'd be fine with me. <laughs> It'd be fine with me. Mm. And we would still be going strong, baby. Yeah. I'm not superstitious about things like that. It matters whether your niece is superstitious or not. Yeah. If she wants to do it, you can go for it. Right. That's what I think. Coming up, Sam has music news. It looks like uh, Beyonce is going to be doing more in the live action Lion King than just voicing nice. Nala. So if your Wednesday starts to get away from you and uh, you miss a little MSJ, no problem. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast and you can listen on your schedule. Yeah, it's just that easy. Sam's got music news. Okay, now I got uh, some big news about the Lion King live remake that Jon Favreau's doing. Okay. We have heard the news for a bit now that uh, they've been in talks right. with Beyonce. Beyonce to possibly do Nala's voice, the grown-up Nala's voice. Right. And now it turns out, now this is according to a a Beyonce fan Twitter account, that apparently 100% of the time they're right with the rumors, you know, and telling us what's coming up. Okay. So what they are saying is that not only is she going to voice Nala, they're in final talks. It's going to be a $25 million payday. Nala doesn't have that many lines. She's also going to (laughs) executive produce the soundtrack. She's going to contribute a bunch of original, some African tribal-inspired original songs. It needs to be like that. It needs that. She's going to be doing more than just Nala for the $25 million. Wow, that's awesome. You know what? That's, That's super smart because to me, The Lion King, we there's so much we love about it, but Mm -hmm. in the top, you know, five of what what is to love and last Mm -hmm. is the music. Yeah. It's such a part of it. And they're also saying they're getting some of the original singers to come back to do some of the original songs, too. Elton? I I don't know if they mean Elton, or I don't know how that's going to work. Excellent. So we'll have to see. I'm ready for it. Whenever that comes out. So hopefully something soon we'll have on that one. Also got some Britney in Vegas news for you, Producer David. She's fine again. There is now a report from the (laughs) Las Vegas Review Journal. Okay, she comes back next week from her world tour. Sure. Back to Vegas to Axis and Planet Hollywood. And she's there through the end of the year. In fact, her last show is New Year's Eve. Right. Well, now the Las Vegas Review Journal says supposedly she's inked a deal with a rival hotel mm. that she is going to be doing all of 2018. Well, all being, you know, select dates through 2018. My money's on Caesars. No. I, I think she's moving on up. No. Nope. Says it's going to be the Park Theater at Monte Carlo, which is the one that nabbed Ricky Martin, Cher, and currently has Bruno Mars performing Okay, at it. okay. Mm. Either so, way, that means you can, you know, you need to go see again. The next show again, David. <laughs> and think about your favorite carpool karaoke's because that's a big week for it next week. The, the Apple Music carpool karaoke we've been waiting for yes. and waiting for. April the 8th is now the kickoff date, so start looking for that. John Legend Ready. singing with a gospel choir at a laundromat. Gwyneth Paltrow, Jessica Alba, and Will I Am in the back of an SUV. So these are all that have appeared on the show that are going to be available on Apple these Music. These are new. These are too. all new ones. A oh. couple of them are going to have Corden, but the rest will just be uh, different people singing together. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag, right, David? Yeah, Kelly's hooked on this show on Netflix because we won't stop talking about it. Uh oh. Jump in anytime. We love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ to call or text. You can also get us on Facebook or Instagram. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, The producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Kelly says, hey guys. 
thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much for talking about Stranger Things all the time. Oh, yeah. Because last night I got curious and watched two episodes, and now I am hooked. Of course. I love you guys and listen every morning on the way to work. Thank you so much for having a family-friendly morning show. The first, Thank you, Kelly. The first time we ever watched Stranger Things together, Murphy and I, well, it was our teenager, Taylor, who was like, loving it and told us we would love it she'd already finished the whole first season i couldn't i kept pausing it to look at remember i was looking at you going this is like being in 1984 or five every little thing about it even i'm sorry i dig the graphics yeah when the stranger things starts coming at you in red i was like oh I'm watching HBO for the first time again. Yeah, it's like a flashback. But you know what? Um, What Kelly is doing there is what I think everybody does now. It doesn't matter when you join into a binge show. Mm -hmm. It could be when it comes out. It could be a year later or even 10 years later, like me and Jody did (laughs) with uh, The Sopranos. But um, that's why you have to be careful, Sam. You can't do spoilers. You know what I mean? Because you never know when somebody's (laughs) going to be watching or or hasn't watched yet. They got to get busy on the Stranger Things. The season two comes out. Uh, October 27th in its entirety of course all episodes will land at once and right before Halloween rightly so um, those kids are growing up well yeah and seeing the trailer it's like it is pure 80s for the for season the two. trailers fabulous thank you Kelly I'm glad you're enjoying it and Melissa wants to know Jody how's your neck oh <laughs> that's sweet honestly my neck keeps acting up I had a crick in my neck I thought it would go away within a few days and it keeps Getting better, but coming back. And getting better and coming back. I think it's the way I sleep. Did you ever go for another treatment? I never did. You know, there's there's always something to do on a list. Well, and I think it's tricking you out because it disappears completely and then it comes back on you. Right. Like, it's kind of not feeling great today Mm -hmm. when I'm driving and turning and looking. Well, take the plunge. Make an appointment. Okay, I'll see y'all later. (laughs) Thank you, Melissa and Kelly. Reach out anytime on Facebook or Instagram or just get us in the mailbag at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Another legal problem, but not the same kind of problem for Bill Cosby. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So what do you think when a lead attorney for a high-profile case, uh, like the defense team... When the lead attorney walks away, what do you think? That's well, not good for a the cynical side of me says he doesn't want any part of this anymore. anymore. He's had enough of it. Uh, Something going on. I guess logically it could be that, hey, I am so swamped, I'm not going to give this you good representation. Much. Right. You never know. Very good. Very good way to be objective. Okay, so Bill Cosby's lead attorney is resigning, has resigning and has quit on him. Hmm. Um, a judge granted the attorney, his name is Brian McMonagall, um, permission to resign from defending him right now. Okay. And, and the guy, the quote is, he cares, this attorney, this guy, Brian, but he's not going to continue to put this stellar repu- his stellar reputation on the line without cooperation from his client. Because there's something going on with Bill Cosby where he's not according, cooperating. According to him. According to the attorney. Okay. Bill Cosby is due back in court for real in November for a retrial. He's also due back in court in a couple of weeks now to see, to talk to the judge about seeking. He's seeking new representation, mm-hmm. but he has to, I guess, get um, your permission or he has to request an entire new defense team. Now, this guy's the one who got the mistrial in the he did. He got uh, a hung jury. Case. Yeah, exactly. All right, moving on to. Dancing with the Stars, which will be back before you know it. It's about time for ABC to start picking their celebrities. I don't have any yeah. of that for you, but I do have dancer news. Peta Murgatroyd, 
who is now married to Maxim Chmerkovsky, and they have a child. Oh, shit, she's a mom. Sweet baby boy. Neither one of them know if they're returning because they don't want to be in a they have a family in life. a big dance studio for ten hours a day. She even said that I'm a mom now. He comes first to me, and I don't know if I want to be away from him, especially for ten hours a day. I'm thinking, okay, that's I got that 110 percent. Max, come on. He says he's not sure either. He's waiting to hear back on what his schedule would be. Well, keep in mind, too, Dancing with the Stars is one of those ones that's not just a once-a-year deal. It's twice a year. Right. You know, their seasons, they have a fall season and a spring season. I wonder if his schedule would be, I know it would be less if he were just on the judges panel. I'd like yeah. that a lot. And you know they really, really want him. Uh, ABC, Dancing with the Stars, it's just, I guess, in the planning stages. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, did HBO really get hacked this week? Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Uh, coming up just after 7, the gag gifts mm-hmm. that our girls gave Murphy. Hey, coming up this hour, guys, our yeah. good thing story is straight from the set of Game of Thrones. Yay. But it's you don't have to watch the show for this to be interesting and sweet to you okay. and good. Okay? Good. And it's something you, if you're a mad fan, uh, you know, you've chosen a side, it's, you don't, it doesn't matter. You'll still like it, too. It has no nothing spoilers. to do with whatever happened last weekend? Nothing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sam, I forgot to tell you about something that happened uh, at my birthday dinner the other night. Me and Jody and the girls just kind of hanging out. Mm-hmm. And um, so they gave me the kind of gift you would appreciate. Oh. Sort of gag gifts. Yeah. yeah. What kind? They were real gifts, but gaggish. And, and this is what's, you know, fun. I love that about the girls because they love doing that. You know what I mean? It's just. They want to make a, him laugh mm-hmm. also yeah. on top of here's a good gift. Like. And so one of those was, you know, because I'm in my 40s, they decided to give me a three pack of reading glasses. Yeah. And not only those, the kind of sunglasses that fit over your glasses. Oh. <laughs> Wait, that's because you do wear those big sunglasses. Like the bigger, the better. Like the big kind you wear when you leave the eye doctor? Big, no. no. Huge. I, you know what? Ever since I had to go back to wearing glasses again, just a little bit for distance, not for up close, but for distance mm-hmm. vision, um, it, you know, I don't like the whole second pair of prescription glasses thing. Mm-hmm. And usually it's easier to just like clip something on, mm-hmm. but I haven't had those lately. I've been using those kind that go over the glasses. Yeah. They're seriously, you know, they look well, ginormous. They make you look like you're starring in an as seen on yes. TV commercial. You know what I mean? Wow. Ah! But uh, yes. but anyway, so those were the two gifts. But the one that you would really like was this kind of witch's hand that has a little handle on it. You mm-hmm. know, and you you can hide it, and you know, or just whatever. You know, it's got you the grab reach stuff with and, it. Yeah. Oh, it's it got up. the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Right. Exactly. So, is there any reason for that? Is is it is like something you've uh, inside joke? No, they thought it was cool. Oh. They saw it yeah. the day that they were buying the other stuff. Yeah. And they were like, "Mom, can we get this for Dad?" And I'm like, mm, "Toy clearance, yes." Yeah. You can get this for dad. But I immediately thought, you know what, Sam, Sam yeah. would like this. It looks like a prop. Sam's yeah. a props kind of guy. I should so. have gotten you one because there was a dinosaur one available with like three little claws. Have you, have you used it yet? No, I got to figure out how to do that. I'm kind of thinking of, you know, tapping Jody on the shoulder when she <laughs> least expects it. With this green hand. Or when the, when the girls are just sitting at the table, you reach in around them and pick up the salt shaker or something. Right. <laughs> That'll go over. Anyway, that was fun to trick you. That was my favorite part. No, I love like, gag gifts. It really, it's sweet. It's fun. It's light. Yep. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, let's go out to dinner. Ever have a waiter talk a lot mm-hmm. and then tell you stories that make you not want to eat your dinner? Mm-hmm. We did. Mm. Tell you about it next. 
Uh, so many nights that we've done a family dinner, go out to eat. Murphy, me, and our girls having a fine old time. And towards the end of the meal, Murphy's laughing, cannot wait to tell Sam something. Oh, really? Well, happened yeah, again the other the, night. The waiter was telling us a story about something that happened to him. And I'm not a squeamish person. Jody really doesn't like certain conversation at the table. But me and the girls are kind of... I don't know, especially the girls actually are surprisingly like immune to that. Wouldn't you say, Jody? I think so. I, <laughs> well, good for them. Me. I mean, the thing is, if you guys are telling one it's, amongst it's yourself, one it's one thing. But when a waiter comes up and tells you something squeamish. Well, like, that's the deal, too, for it, me. We we were almost done eating, right? When he started. Is that right? Yeah, it was right at the end of the meal. And he had actually seen, you know, Phoebe burned herself remember, with a hot glue gun. Oh, yeah. And so she's wearing this little gauze, you know, wrap. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he had mm-hmm. asked her what happened. And he said, he, he told her that he had also had to wear a gauze wrap recently mm-hmm. because <laughs> in, in one of his previous jobs, he had accidentally stabbed himself with a shocking knife, shocking oysters, <sighs> you know? Mm. And um, and it was a restaurant that he was working at, and it, it just happened. I had to put and my I, fork down. He was yeah. standing right above me. Yeah. <laughs> Can you but move that arm me. away I mean, from me? No, but for me, I'm like, wow, ouch, man, that hurt. I said, so did you leave the restaurant right after that? And he said, yeah. And he said, and I just kind of changed you know, jobs for a little while. And he said that he also works in carpentry now, and that just that day, oh, one of his co- well, at first he apologized for saying, wait, I, you know, I just realized what I told you. I probably shouldn't be saying that while you're eating. And then he goes into the story about how he's working with a carpenter who cut off part of his finger that same day. <laughs> it's like, you can take my food now. Oh, oh, see, it, didn't bo- it didn't bother me. I'm sitting there thinking, Sam's going to love this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, are you going to eat those chicken fingers any longer? <laughs> no. When, wait, when he, when was, he was talking about the oyster shucking and accidentally stabbing himself in that little part between your yeah, thumb and your right. first finger, he said that not only was it very painful and potentially destructive to the use of his hand, but it was dirty. So, he had to go get like shots and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Think about what you put in there. Yeah. Well, you just made it squeamish, Jody. <laughs> See, that's what I think. Oh, you know, yeah, I know. And then to push it further with a second story. It's but like, did, dude. Yeah, but it didn't. It, honestly, it did not bother me. It's just one of those. I mean, I knew what he was genuinely trying to convey. Uh, so it was just, yeah. it was funny. And the girl, it didn't seem to bother the girls either. Check, please. <laughs> Coming up, Jody finds the good news today. Jody's good thing. Please, some good news. We're going to move on to a really cool story from the set of Game of Thrones. And even if you're not into this show... This is so sweet. We'll do it next. Always loved it when uh, Jody shares the positive things. Get your day off to a good start. It's time for Jody's Good Thing. Good news. Jody's Good Thing. I love this story for so many reasons. It's from the set of Game of Thrones. Now, Mm. you don't have to be a Game of Thrones person to appreciate this story. And if you are a Game of Thrones person, there are no spoilers here. I didn't think anything good came from Game of Thrones. Oh, stop it. People dying left and right. It's great. There's a reason why it's everywhere and people are obsessed with it. It's really good. Anyway, um, I pay attention to everything this show, and sometimes I'll watch an episode again just to catch everything because I'm busy looking at the castles and the and the landscape and the animals, and I'll yeah. miss something that somebody said that's important. Um, and yeah, there are a lot of animals on the set of Game of Thrones, and there's this farmer who takes care of and handles all the animals mm-hmm. on the set. Really, any animal that has been seen on Game of Thrones comes from our farm. Okay. He's a farmer in Northern Ireland, and he loves his animals, and he takes care of not traditional animals, but different animals like saddleback pigs and 
uh, Longhorn cattle and Jacob sheep. I, I don't, you know, spe- mm. very specific. Jacob's very Game of Thrones animal. He yeah. had fallen on some hard times, and he would not still be doing what he loves if not for Game of Thrones. I'm not ashamed to admit that I was struggling. I was approached by Game of Thrones. And uh, they asked could I supply rare and traditional animals for their production, and I said, yeah, of course. And so this was a godsend to me. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? Like, look, the last time I saw a sheep, one of the dragons burned it and picked it up and and flew flew off with it. But, of course, that didn't happen in real life. Uh, Yeah, I think that's a little CGI probably. Does he take care of the dragons, too? This this farmer is the sweetest thing ever. He loves that he's been able to keep doing this because he has a genuine love for his animals. Game of Thrones afforded me... The luxury, so to speak, of doing what I love, and that is working with animals. Being the animal handler and taking my animals out on set, a lot of the people recognize the affection that I have for them and the love. That affection that you show to an animal, I think they show it back tenfold. Oh, isn't he sweet? Mm-hmm. And everybody on the set, by the way, loves him and enjoys all the affection he gives his sweet animals. And the good thing here is that Game of Thrones, because of the show, saved his animals and his farm. Mm, like yeah. He would have to be doing something else right now for a living, if not. Yeah. Jody's good thing. All right, coming up next, guys, Ellen's going to weigh in on whether the groom should or should not see the bride before the wedding, because it is an older tradition. Yeah, David's concerned. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter anymore, especially when it comes to taking pictures before the ceremony. All right, that's next. Love hearing from you anytime. It's 877-310-4MSJ to join us. You can call. You can text. There's probably other ways you can get us. Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. Um, so Ellen wants to weigh in on the wedding traditions, the superstitions. Right, Ellen? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I kind of have to agree with, you know, Sam and David. I'm not necessarily superstitious about it right so but, it'd be okay for david to take pictures of his niece yeah the groom so. and, and and bride I, together also, before. i'm going to contradict myself because i think there's something so special about that moment mm-hmm. that when you're capturing mm-hmm. the you know the groom seeing the bride for the first time there's something that you can't ever get that back oh that's true you kill you me know, with that so i don't think it's a superstition thing in my opinion you know, because I'm all about certain traditions for weddings, mm-hmm. just because I love that. But I think that you lose something before. You lose something if you see it before? That's what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. like it, Yeah. I think there's something that's kind of lost in the whole, like, oh, the, like, yeah. church door swing comes through, like, that's that moment. Well, and yeah, I think you're right. You yeah, I agree with you. And it's funny. It's for the sake of taking photos. That's why I'm, I guess I'm more traditional about it. I would not have wanted to have seen Jody before. And it was really awesome to see Jody in her wedding dress when she first walked out. Because you've seen her enough since. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's okay. just you, there's a piece of magic that's lost. Okay. I don't, you know, I don't think it has you're anything right. to do with, oh, it's going to be jinx for this or that. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I think like forget. You know, it's it's their day. Like, let them take seventeen hours to take pictures. You know, like take the take all of the bridal party and the family and all that, but let them have a special moment. Yeah, I agree with that. And you know, it's funny. The it's to me, it is all about the wedding party 
anyway. No, none of the family members should be in such a rush to leave that they can't wait 20 minutes for a few photos. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm not superstitious when it comes to wedding, but to weddings or any of that. I'm not at all. But when you, when you put it that way, you're right. There's only a few moments to capture those moments. So that'll be on the photographer, David. But for his niece. Yeah, David, you got your work cut out. Yeah. And for. I think the reason there's the rush is those family members have the open bar on their mind. <laughs> there you go, got to get there before the finger sandwiches disappear. All right. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you all. Have a good one. You too. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to jump in. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. If you're a parent, chances are you are ready for school to be back in. The routine. Um, I certainly am for one of our kids especially, but it's for a very different reason this year. That's next. Uh, it's August. Back to school time. Mm-hmm. And this year, I'm really ready for it to be here already. And not for the obvious reasons. For the kid, I'm ready for the kids to be back. To be, yeah. you mean back on a schedule? Back on a schedule, but not just that. Um, you know, normally it's like, oh, I can't take this anymore. It's time, right? Well, that's. I mean, I think most parents feel that way right now. The summer when the summer summer's not routine, so you have to make so many other you know accommodations and mm-hmm. last minute changes. Right. And it's, it really is stressful. So yeah, I think most people are ready for. It's back ready to, to have that that mm-hmm. that regular schedule that you can depend on. Right. No, for me this year. It's about that all the changes that our oldest Taylor is going through. Um, she'll be sixteen in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's starting a new school. She's starting a new school, and she's never done that before. This is one of the biggest changes she's ever been through in her life, and it's going from a smaller uh, student body to a much bigger student body. And look, she's been through the orientation. She does know people at this school, yeah. So she does have some friends, but it's still a big change, and it's always. The unknown, right? That you're afraid of. Yeah. And so That's for she, anybody, yeah. She's in that space right now. She even knows the schedule, and we have been to the school and walked the school for the schedule. Like, you know, she knows where all of her classes are. Oh, that's smart. She could be, she's as ready as she can be, but she's still in that space of it's the unknown. So, yeah, but that, I think that seeing it and going through the orientation helped take that next step. It did. It's not as it's not as much as it was at the right. beginning of summer when it seemed year, you know light years away and all that. Or and so for me, I'm just ready for her to be in it, so she's to know that it's all going to be okay. Because I know she's going. She's excited about some of the club opportunities and things like that, and excited about some of the classes she's taking. Yeah. So I'm just ready for her to be in, and I'm tired of the waiting for her as well. I think I'm more worried for Jackson this year because he's going to he's going to be a freshman this year, so it's a new yeah, school. Yeah, I'm sure he's not thinking any anxiety because it's all the same kids who moved up from eighth grade. Sure, that helps. But it's just like, okay, are you ready for this? Are you know, are you, are you mature enough for? freshman year and have you talked to him then uh no i can't get him off the ipad (laughs) (laughs) anticipation is always the problem i remember when i I switched schools one time it was in mid-grade so i didn't have a chance to think about it or anything like that right exactly and i still had some friends at the new school that i went to but because it switched in the year in in mid-year and i didn't have time it was like ripping the band-aid off you know Mm. what i mean yeah i didn't have the worry time anticipation's crazy but the the good news is we're we're just about over the hump on this one i'm ready the mama in me is ready for her to just be in it. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Big hack over at HBO means what for Game of Thrones fans? We'll tell you next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Did you hear that HBO was the latest 
to get hacked, the latest, I guess, media outlet. Uh, That's huge right now. Huge, because it's the biggest show on Earth right now, Game of Thrones. Although, I'm sorry, HBO has a lot. Well, again, a few things got hacked, but one of them was a Game Game of Thrones. What is it? A script. A script. Next episode. And the deal is, okay, so this, this happened like late Sunday. HBO let its whole, you know, all the employees know, yes, we were hacked. Yes, we are on it, working with law enforcement and cybersecurity teams, the best the world can find. They're immediately working on this. Apparently, hackers have got, they got about 1.5 terabytes of, of data, which is about 500 hours of movies, which makes but you think, what? As far as Game of Thrones, though, they just got a script. It seems like they just got a script. What was sent to the company is so crazy. What was well, I'm sorry, it was it was sent out to media and reporters. Hi to all mankind. This is so <laughs> snarky and brash. Well, that's the, what you do when you're I a guess, hacker. I guess the greatest leak of cyber of the cyberspace era is happening. What's its name? Oh, I forgot to tell. It's HBO and Game of Thrones. You're lucky to be the first pioneers to witness and download the leak. Enjoy it and spread the words. Whoever spreads well, we will have an interview with him. HBO is falling. Yeah. So, okay. Thank it's you. so snarky. Okay, so a couple of, of things have leaked, have popped up online. An yeah. episode of Ballers, an episode of Room 104, but no Game of Thrones yet. And you know that's the one they want to keep Yeah. Uh, under wraps right now. In fact, over the years, this is the seventh season. Back in season five, a, a normal practice over at HBO was they would send preview DVDs to certain media outlets. Right. So you could go to people.com and see, oh, this is a lot of shows do oh, that. Right. Yeah. They don't even do that anymore mm-hmm. because stuff started leaking where it didn't belong and they could even have a rat in the house. You yeah. never know. <laughs> you never know. So have you gotten hold of the script yet, Jody? Absolutely not. You know what? I wouldn't want it that way. Uh-huh. I can wait. I'll be true. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30, Mariah Carey's advice for her friend Lionel Richie about joining American Idol. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You got the food, dude. Coming up just after 8, uh, McDonald's is thinking about adding back a missing menu item that's mm. one of everybody's favorites. Funny, I know we've been kind of focused on back to school because it is august but there still are some remaining you know parties and summer get-togethers and all that and so jody's cool summer eats is still a, a great little idea generator for you for your you don't have to have a party to have a cool summer eat no that's true you're you right pie that's fine no yep. party required get the cool summer eats at burby sam and jody.com you know i actually went and stopped the ice cream truck in the neighborhood yes yeah, yesterday yeah kids weren't there but That's last okay. last time jack stopped he got he had a deal it was ice cream sandwiches for a buck yes and he bought three three of them so That's nice the truck was coming around and it's like hmm, i'm gonna go get five of those suckers eat them all no <laughs> put them <laughs> in, in the fridge because the kids will be over this weekend and nice yeah. fun i haven't chased in an ice cream truck in a while me either Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. McDonald's might be bringing back their uh, always popular dollar menu. You know, they got rid of it a few years ago, and they did that McPick, too, where you get two things. I forgot about that. Yeah. You used then, to be able to like pick anything you wanted to. There were like six or seven items. Yeah, and it was always a buck. You can always pick anything you want, though. It's yeah, a menu. I know, yeah, but not but for a buck. The, val- okay. the value item they have now, it's like $1.69 or $1.39. Okay. I mean, dollar menu is one dollar. <laughs> 
<laughs> so <laughs> thank you for the clarification. They're Sam. looking at later this year rolling it out or early next year with like three tiers: the dollar tier, the two dollar tier, and the three dollar tier. Nice. Okay. So that'll nice. be nice to see that. And Murphy, you might like this one. It comes from one of our favorite truck stops, the Pilot Truck Stop. Ah, uh, what's that? They're selling selling it on Amazon. It's a French fry holder. Now you go get your uh, French fries at the fast food place, and sometimes they don't fit in the cup holders. You know the the. The, the fry container. I, I know what you mean. So for, for $5.99 <laughs> on Amazon, you can buy this plastic thing. That sits, French fry holder. Yeah, it holds your fries and it sits in your cup container. Well, oh, Murphy can't do go. that anymore, though, since he won't eat, let food be in the car anymore well, since, of the, since the rat yeah, the incident. Rats. Yeah, the rat incident at the beginning of summer kind of turned me off to that. But, you know what, as long as it all gets eaten, you know, and this keeps it from spilling, so maybe I could be, be convinced. You Worth know, an experiment. still going to smell like French fries, which oh, is good no. until a couple of days later. Until the rats smell it. Also, uh, since we do have time left in summer, and if you're doing hot dogs, Nathan's uh, has come up with some sauces for hot dogs that you can just, okay. in addition to chili, they've got an onion sauce and a prepackaged cheese sauce, so you can just heat them up and pour them over mm-hmm. your uh, hot dogs, whatever you want to do. Cool. That's the Nathan's, so look for those at the grocery store. Heat and pour. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag? We hear from our favorite Australian, John, and he's got some advice for Sam in his single life. Okay. Be sure to like us on Facebook. You know, that way we can follow you and you can follow Murphy, Sam, and Jody all day long. Same thing on Instagram. Just the way we stay connected. The producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Now, Sam, we always give you a hard time on you and your dating life. Yep, which or, doesn't exist, but go ahead. <laughs> well, our favorite listener from Australia, John, wrote in, and he Hello, John. he kind of agrees with you, understands why you want to be single right no, now. If you're going to read something from John, you have to read it in an Australian Ooh, accent. Ooh, can you, you do? You know, and, and see... <laughs> Yeah, John's going to say, oh, what a lame attempt to try to sound Australian. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, John John listens on the app, so that's how he keeps up with us while he's truck driving. Yeah, I'm not going to put you on. Can you do an Aussie accent, Sam? Maybe then you get some real dates. Okay. Trikey's not the only word. shrimp on the barbie. What's the advice? (laughs) Ollie says, although he agrees with you, Sam, you you can't just give up dating completely. He says, just remember, you don't have to live with them. Just go on dates with them. Yes. You could still date. It doesn't mean (laughs) forever. Okay. Basically, John is saying, you know, your track record previously was date straight to marry and get in, you know, Mm -hmm. the house. And so, yeah. Don't put so much weight into it. Pace yourself. You know? It's kind of like being a grandparent. You can always send the kids home. Yes, you can always send the ladies home. <laughs> Put that in your dating profile. Yeah. Nice, John. Oh. Love to hear from you. Love it. And next we have a message from Carmen. She okay. says... Hi, Carmen. Hello, MSJ. Hey, Carmen. I'm writing to work, and I heard you all read a message from someone who said that they didn't know what you guys looked like. <laughs> I then realized that I myself do not know what you guys look like either, so mm. after looking you up on your website, I just wanted to say that, Murphy, you look exactly like you sound. Nice. And yes, you are all beautiful. Oh, that's well, sweet, thank you. Huh. Wow. So that means Jody and I don't look like we sound. Yeah, that's okay. Mm. I don't think anybody looks like they sound. Yeah. Yeah, right? because it's that's always a weird thing. It's something, well, it's something you create a picture of, a mental picture. Right. right. And everybody's, you know, got their own mental stuff going on. Anyway, look, thank you, Carmen. Love your name. Reach out anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or hit us up, murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Yeah, producer David is wondering if there is a wedding superstar that really should just go away altogether. Mm-hmm. 
Hey guys, later on next hour, the good thing today, the good thing story, mm-hmm. straight from the set of Game of Thrones. And no, you've not heard this before, and of course, it's not a spoiler. Do you have to be a Game of Thrones fan to enjoy this? No, yeah. no, you don't. <laughs> wow. Of course not. Of course not. All right, so we'll do that next hour. Okay, producer David, why are you asking about bridal superstitions? Well, I'll, you know which ones I actually believe in and not. Well, because Jody, I know me and you've talked about it, and Murphy and Sam. I don't know if I told you guys that much, but lately I've been dabbling in more photography, just you know, as a little side hobby. Nice, yeah. a little extra yeah. money on the side. But yeah, so now um, I've been getting you know a lot better at it, I think. Mm-hmm. And so my niece actually asked me to take her bridal pictures this weekend. Oh, yeah. And so so Whoa. far I've only done like graduating senior seniors and stuff. That's just so outside serious and, too. That's serious. Know, yeah, yeah, it's fun. But now wedding like photos. this is wedding. Like this is you know they're gonna have this wedding album where like all these pictures hanging up and on display. Like I feel yeah. like this is a little bit Are more pressure. Are you doing this as the wedding gift for her? Yes. Or will, oh, okay. I am. I mean, they did all my uh, older sisters like we'll pay you tell your rate and stuff and I was like no this will be my generous wedding gift to you right, guys it is <laughs> when you okay. do the uh, graduation pics do you make them do those funny ones where they put the ring on their chin <laughs> no I don't do the portrait glamour shots. thank stuff. you I'm more like <laughs> candid throw your hat in the air <laughs> just do whatever you want okay. arms up be excited yeah um, but yeah it's a lot of fun even though it's so hot right now to be doing these outside yeah but um anyway the right, right time of the day yeah, yeah. Um, so my sister wants to come along and just help and you know because we're doing it at my parents house he's got these huge big oak trees in the yard it's really pretty right anyway um, and my sister asked hey are you gonna take your pictures with your husband like after the wedding and then go to reception how most people do right. or do you want to do them before because apparently people that's I don't know if that's a thing right it is a thing the bride puts on the dress and takes really cool candidates with her groom before, and he sees the dress. But you're not supposed to. That's right. bad luck. That's what I'm wondering. That's, that's the always question. What I've, told, I've always been told that it's bad luck to see the bride in her dress before right. the wedding. But now, like, brides and grooms, they don't want to be so late to their wedding reception. Right. So they want to hurry up and do it before their wedding. Uh, go around the room here. Mur- uh, Murphy, what do you think? Well, I mean, I'm kind of old school, so I don't want to see okay. the bride in the dress before Sam. here. Sam? Well, you know, I've been married three times, and I never <laughs> saw the dress ahead of time. <laughs> Okay. But <laughs> look at the results. I'm not superstitious at all, David, even when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. So, so wait, if, if she... we were to get, if we were to get, do vow renewals, which I know is something you wouldn't do, nah. would you want me to see you in the dress beforehand? It'd be fine with me. <laughs> It'd be fine with me. Mm. And we would still be going strong, baby. Yeah. I'm not superstitious about things like that. It matters whether your niece is superstitious or not. Yeah. If she wants to do it, you can go for it. Right. That's what I think. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Got Mariah Carey's advice for her friend Lionel Richie on whether he should join the American Idol, Idol judges mm-hmm. table or not. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so you know that Lionel Richie is supposedly in talks with American Idol to be a judge. I really want this to happen. I know yeah. he would be fabulous. Talking to him, they're talking to Charlie Puth, Luke yes. Bryan. Okay, and Mariah Carey is currently on tour with Lionel Richie. Yes. Okay, they're doing these shows together and and touring together. And so the question is to Mariah, what is your advice for him about American Idol? And hers is, I would say don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, but then Mariah goes, was in, in an, a she was situation in a, with Nicki Minaj. She and, was. She even said, I'm only kidding. He would be great at this. And if he wants to do it, of course he should do it. She went on to say, and this is to a reporter, that when I was there, they, they were trying to foil me. She said, and remember, her quote back then was, it was the worst experience of yeah. her life. Lionel Richie's not going to have that kind of experience on American Idol. No. Come on, Lionel. We want you for American Idol. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Here's something you'll be excited about, Sam, and a lot of uh, consumers will, too. 
Nintendo announcing that I guess we've all been we've known to wait for <clears> it. <throat> the Super Nintendo for eighty bucks. Oh yeah, but remember it's last coming. last Christmas it was the NES, the regular one, that, for like sixty, and you could never find it anywhere because well, it didn't sold make out everywhere. This time it's the Super NES, which was the next, and it's the small version which they crammed like twenty something games onto it. Excellent. Uh, Is it like news, portable? Go anywhere yeah, with you. Yeah, it's tiny. It's it's you know USB connection kind of thing. Excellent. Good thing about this one is they're gonna later this month. It comes out next month, but later this month they're gonna start letting you pre-order it. So you're definitely going to do that. You can't miss that. Uh, th- you that can't way, mess that up. I guess that way it almost in- ensures that you're not going to miss it. Yeah. As long as the company made enough. They didn't make enough last time. No. And people were lined up and, and still didn't get it. And it. they had a little bit of a stink a few weeks ago because uh, a lot of uh, Walmart was offering um, pre-order. Mm-hmm. And then everybody started getting emails from Walmart saying, sorry, we got to take that back. That's a Nintendo thing. That's that so, company coming back and saying, I'm sorry, we're wrong. So now it looks like, yeah, there is going to be pre-ordering later this month for the Super yeah. NES. Well, since you'll be watching it so closely, Sam, we'll be watching it for you. Okay. Thank you. Coming up, Sam has music news. Looks like uh, Beyonce is closer to doing the voice work on one of the characters for The Lion King, the live action one. Yes. But she might be doing even more. Sam's got music news. Well, Jody, you'll be happy to know it's looking like for reals now that uh, Beyonce is going to join the live action remake of Lion (sighs) King. For realsies, yeah, as Nala, or just as the musical diva. Okay, here it is. It's she originally was in talks to play Nala, the voice Nala. Right now, it apparently the rumor is it's a twenty-five million dollar deal to voice Goodness. Nala, and also executive produce the entire soundtrack, which for which she it's will important. contribute some new out new songs. Right, impressive. Know, so, the so. songs are going to have to also really live up, and I hope they do. Not all brand new music. I want some of it back. Yeah, they're going to have some of the old songs from the, yeah. from the animated, but some of the new stuff that she's going to be doing is going to be uh, African African tribal inspired, as it should be. So, well, yeah, movie, it fits the theme of the movie. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Remember, Elton John won an academy won an Academy Award for "Can You Feel the Love?" Yeah, yeah, back. yeah. Just a big deal. Uh, also, Britney Spears could be coming back to Vegas now. I don't I think Vegas is ever going to let her want to let her go. I didn't think she was leaving. She uh, she resumes her residency uh, next week through the end of the year at Axis and Planet Hollywood. But everybody knew that was it. She's gone after that. Now the rumor is she's going to sign up at another hotel, completely redo the show, and that will be for 2018. Her manager hasn't commented on it yet, but this is like uh, one of the insiders saying, mm, "Yeah, it looks like it's going to happen." Cool. Murphy, Sam and Jody, music news. Thank you for spending your workday with us. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast so you can enjoy after the show. That's actually coming up. Yeah, let's talk about this ice cream man visit you had yesterday, Sam. Yeah. And the weird question you asked the ice cream truck driver. Seemed okay to me. 